This is Fantasy Flicks League. With your hosts, Ryan Meharry, Mike McClendon, and Amy Ruffle. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Fantasy Flicks League podcast, the only movie analysis podcast that lets you in on the action. Guys, I'm here. I'm Ryan Meharry here with Mike McClendon. Hello. Amy Ruffle. Hi. All right, guys, let's get right down to crunching numbies. So onward, fucking bombed at the box office this week. Only $10 million. Uh, what is the deal? Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Uh have you guys thought about what the last movie that you might ever see at a motion picture house is? That'd be oh. fucking onward. Mine would be onward. onward. What's yours, Amy? I think it's onward as well. Damn. Mine's the way back. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> All disappointing, for sure. These are the last movies we ever get to see in a the movie theater. <laughs> like, let's, not, let's not think like that. What do you. <laughs> for now. Uh, yeah, welcome. So this is our new normal, uh, at least for the time being. Uh, it's pretty pretty surreal. How are you guys holding up uh, emotionally, mentally? Well, I guess we should first say that we're doing this completely remotely. We're all on Skype, so our lovely dear listeners know if there's weird lags. Um, we're doing our best. Yeah, I'm at a pool party in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah this will be uh how this show is uh for the for the foreseeable future uh via skype so yeah please apologize um poor audio quality but we're here we're doing it for you guys yeah we're trying to find some sense of normal in what is uh a crazy is an understatement i am i think yeah have you guys had any like breakdowns <laughs> Um, yes. I've come very close. I've come very close to just like bawling. Yeah, I yeah, think I'm not, there, I'm not there yet, but uh but it's stressful. It's definitely um it's a weird new normal. Yeah. I'm with you, Amy. Uh yeah, definitely I think that like last Thursday or Friday when it first started to change and there was just like a rapid inundation of new information. Um, it was very hard not to freak out and I, um, did have a few moments, but just really trying to take it day by day. And, um, uh, now it's kind of calmed down a little bit too, I think, um, in like settling into a new bizarre routine. Um, but it's strange. It's really strange. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's fucking it's so bizarre. It's, it's so surreal. And for everyone listening in LA, like the weather has added so much to it. I feel like out here, right? Like it's made it, uh, more foreboding. Yeah. More foreboding, gloomier. Uh, it's going to be weird once the weather turns nice. Like are people going to be able to really stick to this, like really stick to social distancing and have kind of the, the fortitude to to see it out you know mm -hmm. it's like it's essential it, it we got to like we everyone has to do this 
Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Like just a, a week ago, this time, just thinking that we were we recorded our last episode at my house, and things were a little like different then, but it it just all escalated so quickly. Yeah. I think that's like one of the most challenging things too, of like how quickly things have changed so dramatically. Like there was no time to adapt or adjust. Uh, and I just can't imagine what it would be like for people that are more physically at risk too. Cause just the like lifestyle change is crazy enough, let alone if your health was um, in like real risk, it would be super hard. But my mom said something super interesting that like her generation and our generation, we've never had to like, as a whole sacrifice something in the way that kind of every other generation has in that like they had to go to war and if they weren't serving they were like on food rations or whatever like so this is like the first time we've all had to deal with something that is so bigger than us on a global scale it's really Mm -hmm. and then putting that in perspective of like okay well if our um sacrifice uh, in air quotes is to just like sit home and watch tv like it's not being in the trenches or like those crazy things. So um, yeah. that put it in perspective a little bit uh, for me. Yeah. I think it's just that I think most people are just scared about how they're going to live. Like, how are they going to pay their rent? How are they going to put food on the table and all of that stuff? Like, it's like, what the, what the fuck do we do? Um, so many people have lost their entire source of income. It's um, it, impossible to kind of conceive yeah i'm incomeless right now yeah we need we're gonna need help we're gonna need help from the government (laughs) um i want to talk about a funny moment just uh we in our uh we had our little private league uh draft this weekend or this week (laughs) Uh, yeah last one literally yeah our schedules didn't line up. We had our draft about 30 minutes right after that um, little window where everything got crazy, where uh, Trump gave Ed, you know, addressed the nation from the Oval Office. Uh, the NBA got uh, suspended and Tom Hanks became like kind of the first celebrity to uh, be diagnosed. And so it's like, and that was, that definitely felt like the 15 minute period where, everything got super real. And then so very quickly after that, shortly after that, we had our in-person draft. Uh, so <laughs> it was the last thing I did. Yeah, me too. That's the last group of people I'll see. <laughs> yeah. I went to Disneyland. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, I did not. Um, our draft was fun. Our draft was fun. Uh, I think the highlight again was uh, Gabrus taking Fast 9 or F9 and then immediately the next day getting moved the whole year. Less than 12 hours later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the, the next year. Yeah, I mean, for the game, it's, uh, I don't even know what my roster looks like now because half of those movies don't are not coming out. Yeah, I'm going to see some, uh, some Metacritic points here for, for the time being. I mean, yeah, let's... I mean, we don't need to crunch numbers. They're all nothing. Like it's nothing. And uh, onward, they've like almost every movie dropped seventy percent in its second weekend, uh, or since last weekend. So, was I right in reading that it's like the lowest box office weekend 
like recorded? In 20 years. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't feel as bad. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty bad, though. Yeah. Um, yes, I mean, what uh, we want to talk about distractions and movies. So, I mean, who knows when we'll get to see a movie in the theater again. Uh, yeah. As far as like, big releases that were kind of, you know, on the horizon here. So it sounds like <laughs> fuck, Trolls World Tour uh, is going to be possibly made same day on demand. Okay. And uh, that might become uh, something we see for a while. Like, I was curious, like, does Disney throw Mulan on the Disney Plus and make it like a gargantuan thing, especially since I think the Disney Plus numbers have dipped a bit since the Mandalorian season ended? Like, uh, do they toss Mulan on there? But I'm, I'm guessing that they've had so much money invested in it, especially in marketing, that no, I don't think they'll do that. Yeah, not yet. I mean, they've made those other big moves of like uh, bumping up the Frozen 2 release date. That'll stave people off for a little while. Or I, I imagine Star Wars will come right. in sooner than yeah, expected. Yeah. Big Star I Wars. You have like the ability to do something like you can pay $5 to access like a Mulan or something like that. So like pay on top. Because, like, I would do that to be able to access things that were going to get a release like that. And I, I wonder if people would, too. Yeah, I mean, for a while, they always talked about that the, the model would be if a big name movie was um, released on demand same day. Uh, it would be like 35 to $50. Yeah. Um, well, remember, would, like, Sean, Sean Parker was going to do this. Yeah. Uh, and it was at a hundred dollars. <laughs> but that would be like if you wanted to watch Black Widow at home May first, the day it comes out in theaters, you could Yes. Like a pay per view event. Right. Yeah. I feel like they need to find a middle ground between that and like a comp like not maybe the same price as a movie ticket, but like I think people would happily pay something to access that kind of content. Not yeah, I mean, but I mean, are they like during what who knows what <laughs> that seems like a such a um, unnecessary expense yeah for sure yeah you're right I don't I don't know but then it's like people need to stay kind of sane and um, entertained through this so I it's it'll be interesting to see like where priorities fall in terms of what you can put money towards yeah I, I agree. Something to like to have treats, to have little events. Things mm -hmm. to look there's no events. Um, yeah. Like I was wondering, it's like, man, what is the first concert going to be like? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like it's going to be so so cathartic. Yeah, when that like the quarantine is lifted, I can't imagine what it will be like. Like seeing other people, it'll be bizarre. Yeah. Um, Have you guys consumed any uh, like quarantine isolation content so far? What have you been doing? Um, what <laughs> I started, I started my yearly Sopranos rewatch a little early, um, but uh, I, I want to watch some new stuff. Want to? Might get some video games. 
I'm trying to write more than anything, trying to like stay productive during it and not like fall into some sort of weird malaise. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you? Anything exciting? Um, I'm finding it hard to focus on anything that like requires actual brain uh, power. Um, I guess more still in the mode of just trying to keep busy and positive, but um, yeah, we I've got like got a little group together who's going to watch The Wire an episode a day, and we've got like an online chat to talk about it, which um, yeah, is really fun, and um, we've got a book club going in that same little online space um, to read a book uh, concurrently, so. I guess just trying to find ways to like stay connected so you don't fall into like um, uh, an isolated like slump. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, what do you say, Mike? Um, I'm watching uh, Florida Girls. I yeah. bought it on Amazon Prime. Marcy oh, yeah. and I bought it. We're watching that. That's really fun because uh, a handful of our friends and uh, people who have been on the pod are on yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and then this weekend we watched yesterday. Oh! So I'm finally catching up on movies from last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did your problems feel so far away when you were watching it? Uh, they did. They did. Right. Yeah. And and we discussed new problems like uh, how it doesn't pass the Bechdel test and poorly written <laughs> female <laughs> characters. Oh. Yeah, barely acknowledged female character. <laughs> yeah. We can't enjoy anything, can we? <laughs> no. No, I know. I'm with you. Did you like the movie, though? Right. Uh, I liked parts of the movie. Um, yeah. I mean, it's always fun to revisit the Beatles, for sure. And I like the lead. I found him pretty charming. Um, I liked some of the stuff that Danny Boyle did as a director. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, but it was a little long. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it uh, a few times. Yeah, and the cameo at the end wasn't spoiled for me, so I really enjoyed it. Which one? The, the, oh, the, the character. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How they got John Lennon back from the dead to. Uh, yes, that was awesome. <laughs> Incredible. I'll spoil it for you. What billing? What billing? We're just now, we're just now covering yesterday. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what tomorrow will bring. Ten months late. Oh, oh my. <laughs> references the past if anyone's got some good video game references uh uh recommendations that's listening hit me up let me know and i'll play it too i'll play you at something (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've already been hitting the mario party mario kart um and then you guys played uh what sorry wait you have mario do you have mario party for switch i was playing it on a switch but this was when we still were allowed to go to people's houses. Um, oh. But I got that too. Um, another fun one online is a thing called Jackbox TV. Have you guys played that? Jackbox TV? No, what's that? So it's like um, that's on the computer and then you all play off your phones. Um, that's like your console essentially. And um, you just play like different games against each other and you just need like one person to have signed into the main computer part of it. Um, oh. But you yeah, completely play remotely different like word games. Definitely not like um, as intense games as Mario Kart or anything like that. But it's a fun way, um, like if you're doing what we were doing now, being on Skype, and then you can all play the game together as well. That's fun. 
Yeah. So yeah. all these technologies that I never knew about that now <laughs> all of a sudden having to learn. For sure. Yeah, I've like as far as I'm realizing, I I'm still just watching the news, just like coronavirus news, like yeah, and taking all that in. It's like oh, like I think we all need a little bit of time to process all of this, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of settle in because it's so new and and it feels like just new information constantly coming. Um, but yeah, it's good to have distractions also. Yeah, but I think it's okay to not be doing something that might be seen as like productive or something like that because we don't realize how much of an emotional stress just managing all of this like change in information is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you can give yourself that adjustment period and not be like I should be writing or I should be oh, you know sure. like that. Like just do what you need to do to get by day by day until this all settles. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, I'm going to write uh, a great screenplay. Uh, I need to do it now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Just take a second. Like yeah, I've seen so many people tweet that whoever wrote like their greatest sonnet or something during the plague is like, oh, yeah, King Lear thing. Yeah. King yeah. <laughs> Lear's boring and long. <laughs> it is. Have you ever watched it or read it? It's long and it's boring. I mean, now we will. We've got time. <laughs> yeah, I saw a production of King Lear once in college. It was like a, you know, like the local repertory theater. Mm-hmm. Fucking good God, was it boring? That feels like a rough, rough version to see. Yeah, like three hours, and I, my seats were like, like when you see like a play or a musical, like you don't want to be too close, you know, cause you can't see anything. And, um, I was so close and it's such a weird angle. And the entire time I was so bored. I was like, what if I just got up on stage and just started going like, <laughs> got up out of the, my, got out of my seat from the audience and just got up on stage and just started going like, woo, woo, woo. like, it's like, I could just, <laughs> you did the, the tequila dance from Pee Wee's big adventure. Yeah. Like <laughs> What, what's stopping me from just ruining this? <laughs> and, like, and like, they would just throw me out. Like it would, it would bum everyone out, but it'd be, it would also be funny. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. It was helping me pass the time during that boring show. Oh God. Yeah, was that boring? They didn't even do anything like interesting where it's like, it takes place during World War II and they're, you know, like they always do that with Shakespeare plays. Oh, yeah. Like, put it in a modern setting. Ugh. Yeah, like, oh, it's set, or it's set in the future. Mm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so what do you think this means for, like, like mo- next year's movies, right? Like, uh, in four months' time or how long's time that we're all back to normal, like, what does this mean for, like, the landscape next year? This has to, like, lighten the um, release schedule because everything's pushed. I mean, next year, I, I would imagine next year, everything will be so um, crowded, even more so. Or delayed, too. Yeah, so maybe a lot of the stuff that was going to be coming out next year will be replaced by the stuff that got moved this year. Like, I'm guessing Mulan probably won't come out this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, it's... 
like, I mean, like March and April, pretty quiet. And they were going to be particularly quiet this year already. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once we get into May, like what, what, what do they do with black widow? Yeah. Big, big movie. And they, it was my first round pick. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, we should, uh, I will say I had a great draft before the world ended. Uh, I got both Marvel movies. Are you kidding me? Eternals and Black Widow it was insane. And I had the last pick in the first round. Yeah, you did really well. You cleaned I up. Did, I did so well. <laughs> Mike, were you happy with your picks? When I was happened? pretty happy with my picks. Um, yeah, I got a lot of the movies that I wanted, um, but it's just so so odd now, like. The Academy Awards are going to be totally different uh, next year, like, in many ways. I mean, I guess a lot of those fall movies could come out. But, um, yeah, it's like it's like this does provide the perfect opportunity for streaming to really put its foot in the door even more. Yeah. yeah. They got stuff. Like, Netflix has stuff in the can ready to go that they can uh, just kind of pummel the big studios with. All the exciting releases will be coming from Netflix just by virtue of having something. Mm-hmm. That's why it feels like uh, like wide release movies should like try and figure something out because there's only so long that like everything can keep getting pushed. You're right. Next year will become like so crowded with old content, but then there'll be a huge gap for this period where nothing was being made. Yeah. How long do you think this ca- this goes for? <laughs> you, I mean, I've heard I've heard like mid May is like the soonest. I mean, from what I understand, a big test is going to be the weather. Okay, yeah. if it gets warmer and it actually follows the patterns of like the traditional flu season, then warm weather will help. But uh, but we still don't know much. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we just don't have the information yet. Uh, I think in my head, I'm trying to make it the worst case time frame. Cause if, it, if, you know, the initial thing was like just two weeks. And then if you only think two weeks and it ends up being two months, uh, like I'll explode. So yeah. just like, this is how it is until I'm told different. Yeah. Same. It's also how we want to respond to it too, because like people point to areas of China doing better, but that's because they took really extreme measures. And like, we still have dipshits out at, you know, uh, yeah, and Jimmy Buffett's like eating yeah. six-inch margaritas or whatever. Have you guys seen those pictures of like Disney World and just like how packed it was? Yeah, like what, you, 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 you bad people. Yeah, they're just like, they're ignorant. They're just like, being ignorant. But how like, how dare you prioritize like a day out over someone's life? It's crazy. <laughs> sure. I mean, I think they don't get, like. Have you guys talked to your parents about it? Like. Like, it's so weird having, like, parent my parents right now. Because I'm like, no, you guys cannot. Like, my dad's got, like, health issues. I'm like, you can't, you, like, he goes to, like, this Taco Tuesday thing every week. I'm like, that's done. Like, you are not going to your stupid-ass Taco Tuesday for a while. And, like, my mom was like, yo, no, we'll, we'll be staying in. I mean, I might go to this and this. And I'm like, no, like, no, no, all of it's done. All of it has to be done. Um, people aren't getting it. Well, 
it's very challenging when we've had our leader for three years say, call things fake news. And then when the news eventually is reporting things like that's what people think it is. Yeah. Yeah. We're not getting, <laughs> it's hard to get good information right now. Like I don't even know, like if you start displaying symptoms, I don't think a lot of people know what you're supposed to do. Agree. Like, uh, I think people think they go somewhere, they go to the doctor or they do all this stuff. And like, uh, no one's, I haven't heard like, all right, no, here's the protocol. If you start to think, if you think you have it. Uh, and that's what this podcast for is for this week. You guys, um, we're going to tell you what to do. <laughs> no, we are absolutely not. Here's what you should do. You should go to the CDC website and look it up. No, I'm not, I'm not relaying any fucking information. That's the best, uh, I can, uh, I can do. That would be my best guess is go to the CDC website, Google it, and go from there. Um, it's slightly like there are the amount of accounts of people that like got told to like go to their doctor who told them to go to the ER, who told them to go, like they were just getting passed off, like couldn't get kind of a clear answer. Uh, I think it's maybe getting a little better now and they're um, hoping to do the drive-by testing this week. But um, it's yeah. still, or it's not, it's not clear what we're supposed to do. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so that feels like something that people should be out there. And there is just so much bad information out there. Um, information that I think makes people take it light, lightly, like um, the whole comparing it to the flu thing on like, well, you know, the flu kills this many people in a year, like not understanding mortality rates and people sort of blowing it off. It's like, that's so, and that's the president did that too. Yeah. Um, was passing along that info and it's so dumb and dangerous. I think in a way, like even though these latest measures, especially today, like now we're at a maximum of like 10 people gatherings and all of the latest um, business closures. It feels so extreme and terrifying, but it needs to happen because people don't just do it uh, for the social good. They need like a rule that tells them that they can't do it. Uh, like even in Australia, my brother was like, he went out um, after coming back from overseas because he said, well, like there's no, like there's no government restriction that says I can't. And I'm like, but you should not want to do that just because you know, it's the right thing to do. And he's like a young smart person and still made a, like a really stupid decision. So I yeah. think, uh, yeah, the rules are so like people don't keep doing stuff like that and making it worse. Yeah. We're just trying to, and, and we're like, we want normalcy so bad and like, and, and there's so, it, it's so new to us that we're, like kind of figuring it out as we go and grasping at straws. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So everyone just try a little bit harder and uh, we'll be okay. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, let's, let's do this real quick. Um, why don't we, why don't we go around the horn a few times and list some comfort movies? Um, and maybe end that way, like places that we want to go, like movies that you can kind of dis disappear into and feel good. Like I was thinking I'd like to uh, revisit the Lord of the Rings trilogy, specifically even Fellowship. Like it's just such a, a good hang for many hours. Yeah. So that's one uh -huh. place. One place you'll see me going is the Shire this week. Yeah, I think <laughs> all the uh, all the big franchises, I think that uh, that people love, I think are fun to 
jump into right now if you're a big Marvel person or a Harry Potter or Star Wars. Like, uh, you can indulge there for sure. Uh, one that came to mind for me would be Ghostbusters. Seems Ooh. like a, a nice one. Contagion. God. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> or if you're a person like me who hasn't seen all of the Star Wars, this is like the perfect time. I can't use the excuse of like, oh, I don't have several hours to give to a whole franchise. Like, I truly do. So it's a good time to catch up on a pop culture thing that you missed. Yeah. Uh, I'd recommend following Arnold Schwarzenegger on Instagram. Uh, there's a great video of him putting his baby horse and a baby donkey in a headlock. That, uh, yeah, that's been getting passed along. I have a, uh, I made a. What are you talking about? That is the most insane sentence. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's like we, we owe it to each other not to go out, so t- take care of your donkeys. <laughs> it's, um, what is time period? <laughs> honestly, it's comforting. It really is. It's very comforting. Yeah. Oh. That's very funny. Sorry. It's so um, funny just to see an adult person who used to be the governor of the state. Who's <laughs> like, Schwarzenegger? Like, who's a weird-looking, weird-sounding person to begin with? <laughs> oh my lord! Well, that's what I'm doing as soon as we stop this. <laughs> um, I have made a list of movies that I would like to watch during all of this. Um, I will throw out some of the more obscene movies that I haven't seen. If you guys want to hear them and make fun of me, if you want to roast me, um, Friday, uh, top gun. Oh yes. Do that. Uh, Beverly Hills cop. Ooh. Good call. Big trouble in little China. That's a fun one too. Um, those are the big ones that I like haven't seen. The others like are movies like uh or what we do in the shadows, everyone gets all mad whenever I yeah. say that. Yeah. Uh, and then like other movies that I've always heard are great, like Twenty Fifth Hour, um Phantom Thread adaptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh if you guys have a list that you uh would like to share of movies that you haven't seen. Uh, let us know. Hit us up. Uh, call it hashtag Corona movies. I don't know. I'm not going to be checking that. Uh, yeah. I think that's just going to lead to stills of Vin Diesel on the Fast and Furious set sucking down his Corona as the weird way he holds beers. Also, that's such a broad uh, hashtag right now that so many people are going to be using that and not promote yeah. this podcast. Um, We've been doing another fun one of uh, going back and watching like 2000s like uh, rom com or like comedy movies and like did this hold up? And so far, <laughs> it is a 100% hit rate of movies not holding up. No, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, when you say we, who's this? Is it like uh, just friends, family? What you got? Uh, yeah, just uh, other people that were scared that they would devolve into a a mess if they didn't um, try and stay connected to people. So we're just trying to do things together that give us a reason to keep talking. Oh, what have you watched so far? Huh? What have you watched so far? We watched She's the Man, which is one of Amanda Bynes and Channing Tatum's first uh, 
performances, and it is a wild time. <laughs> That's based off a Shakespeare property, isn't it? Yeah. Taming, uh, taming no, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Which one is it? <laughs> Which one is it? Oh, it's the Twelfth Night. Twelfth Night, that's right. Uh, and then, uh, Ten Things I Hate About You is Taming of the Shrew. I know that. Yeah, more Shakespeare, man. And She's the Man is on, also a remake of an 80s movie. Uh, it's one of the guys. Oh, okay. Which was a Twelfth Night thing. There you go, another movie for the list. I'm pretty sure that's how that worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> guys, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Mike looks so forlorn and <laughs> Mike it's so sad <laughs> I, I've been having I, I can't look at you <laughs> while we're doing this like you're here people at home can't see it but this is this is what my uh, Mike this is what you've looked like the entire time <laughs> oh, no. Yep, that's me. Well, I'm having trouble hearing you guys as well, so I'm like trying to get very close to the computer. Oh, that's probably it. Yeah. But like what you said before, it's like trying to find an element of normalcy. So you're welcome, everybody. We're trying. We're trying. And uh, yeah, we'll figure out how we'll continue to do this in the meantime while there's no box office or anything to talk about, (laughs) uh, per se. But we, uh, but we, yeah, we want to maintain normalcy, and if you guys find comfort in this show, we find comfort in doing it. So, um, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna, we'll put our heads together and find some games and stuff that we can maybe play. Yeah, something maybe that involves you guys. <laughs> don't smile now, Mike, while I'm taking a photo of the screen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want people to see that. I want them to see what you were looking like the whole time. <laughs> I'll post that as our little episode picture. Perfect. All right, guys, go on to Twitter. Follow us at Fantasy Flicks. <laughs> Feel so weird to do this now. But uh, Facebook and Instagram. Start a draft today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do it. Just do a draft just to do something if you want. Um, I mean, there's still some strategy involved this year. Like, uh, it's gonna it's gonna take some real skill to win your league this year. I think. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Or if you're winning now, you might have just won. <laughs> yeah, whoever has Sonic the Hedgehog has won their league this year. Oh, God, that's bananas. That is so crazy. Oh, yeah, go to uh, Facebook and Instagram, Fantasy Flakes League. Uh, go on to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, give us five stars. Uh, why don't you follow each of us on Twitter? I'm at Real Ryan Meharry. Uh, Mike, you want to plug yours? Uh, at the Mike McClendon. I think Ruffle One. I have no idea though. Uh, uh, yeah, just in case we, I'm sure we'll all be kind of doing different things. Uh, that if you want to check in with us, um, see what we're up to outside of this, um, feel free to drop us a line. All right, guys, we love you very much. Uh, stay safe, be smart, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.